What's up, guys? What's going on? I'm Paul. This is Pauline Theology's Daily Devotional with Trust in Jesus Ministries. Man, we are in Genesis chapter 27, 41 through 45, and we are ending um, close to what is the, I guess, the 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 um, stealing of the birthright or uh, I'm sorry, the stealing of the blessing or the uh, usurping the blessing from Esau. We've already seen all that happen. And now we're going to have the fallout of what Esau going to do in his anger because of what happened to him, because of the thing he thought was supposed to be his man. And it got taken from him, man, because of the oracles of God and the wiles of a man. So if you haven't checked it out, man, read Genesis chapter 27, 41 through 45. Stop the tape, check it out, see what it has to say. Come back and we'll go over the four questions. If you have uh, already read, then we're just going to just dive on in. So let's see what it has to say. What does Genesis 27, 41 through 45 actually say? What are the words that are written on the page? Well, it says that dude Esau was mad. He got hot. He held a grudge and he said he's going to kill his brother. He says that in order for him to be consoled or in order for him to be, um, I guess, like feel better, comforted, is that he would kill his brother. And so that's what he plans to do. He says he said in his heart, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. And then somehow this got back to Rebecca, man. And when Rebecca heard it, she called her son. She called Jacob to, to come to him and said, man, you got to go. You got to get out of here. You've got to go to my brother's house and stay with him for some days until your brother's anger subsides and he forgets what you have done to him. He says, and when that happens, then I will call for you and I will bring you back from my brother. And then you can hang out with me again. You can return. He says, because your brother is so mad that he finna to... Uh, he finna kill you, man. He finna kill you. And so, what's that? Uh, what's going on, then? What 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 happened, man? Well, they finna send him away. And even more so, we're gonna see some cool stuff with how I guess the the cunningness of of man again, right? The the guile and the wile of man again because Re Re Rebecca uses some strategy here to convince Isaac some stuff. We hadn't gotten on to that. I don't know why I jumped into that. That's not even a part of what we're talking about today. But what we are talking about is just this anger, man, that seeps in because of the things that we do. So first off, I, I want to talk about what it says about God. What does it say about God? Well, the sovereignty of God, first off, because we see that the, the promises of God are being upheld. So the thing he said he was going to do is, is going to happen. The inheritance has come to, to Jacob and um, Esau has missed out on that, even though by right he is the one that's supposed to have it. But we also see the grace of God. I think this is, is, is even more powerful, is the fact that the recipient of the promise, which is uh, um, Jacob, still gets it. You know what I mean? It's like he still continues to be the one whom the heir of the world will come through, whom the blessings to all the nations will come through. He gets to take part in this wonderful, um, um, this wonderful and, and magnificent action that's going to occur in history. 
Why? Because of God's grace. Because look what he's doing, man. Look what he's doing. Being deceitful and deceptive and and breaking the family up, man. I mean, he kind of reminds you in, in some instance of Cain and Abel, except the fact that Cain was wrong in the slaying and Esau, he would be wrong in the slaying. But it's it's something that that Jacob actually did to him. Like it was wrong that actually occurred to him. He 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 was offended. He truly was offended. Nah. The thing that 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 uh, uh, he did actually, you know, he he's got a reason to do it. And so it's just amazing that God would continue to allow this promise to happen through him. But it just shows me that that man, it's nothing that I do to gain this salvation. It's nothing that I do to receive this mercy and this grace that God gives. It is based upon his love and his uh, uh, care for me alone. And so that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. But that's application. Let's continue on and see what it talks about man. Well, what does it say about man? Uh, This is the, the third question. It says that our actions have consequences, that what we do has um, um, consequences beyond ourselves. A lot of times we want to say, well, it's just me doing me. But for this instance, it's definitely not just Jacob doing Jacob. It is Jacob hurting the family, tearing the family apart. That's why Rebecca says, uh, should I not lose two sons in one day? It's like, man, she's losing Jacob. She has to send him on the way. But if, if Esau kills Jacob, then the consequences for that murder, she'll lose that son as well. Man, she might even be thinking that the the stress that's beyond um, or the the tension that's inside the family now is the loss of a son and could be the loss of another. I mean, is this ramifications have uh, uh, have been growing consistently between this warfare, I guess, between the the two brothers from the very beginning, struggling in the womb, and now. We see the uh, uh, well. We don't see the climax of it because later on we're going to see some even um, some the 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 the, the uh, reconciliation of the brothers and the and the fear that goes on between them. But yeah, actions have consequences. So how do we apply these truths to our lives, man? I think how we apply these truths is that we remind ourselves of the goodness of God. We continue to bask in understanding the wonder that it is for the grace of God to be bestowed upon us. Let that grace sink in. Let that that knowledge of that resonate in us. Sometimes we just, sometimes there's no real action, like no footwork to do yet to contemplate the love of God. Check out, check out some of these uh, videos that I made those shorts about contemplating on the love of God, man, because yeah, we should be, we should think about how good God's love is to us. And remember it is to us. It is to us. I have to constantly remind myself of that. And I thank you guys for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.